1: Hello and welcome to another Out of Spec podcast episode. You join me and my dad and we're going to learn all about Out of Spec Dave's EV Adventure Day through New York City. Sounds like you got to experience a ton of electric vehicles from the Tesla Cybertruck to Fisker Ocean, Lucid, Genesis, so much more. So want to hear how your day went, why you decided to do this and uh, what's what's going on over there in New York? Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I mean, today was epic. It really was. It was just unbelievable. Um, you know, i I had seen that you went out last night or yesterday to see the Cybertruck, and I didn't realize that there was one here in New York. So I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm going. So I took off this morning. I don't even know what time I woke up, um, and I was downtown at the meatpacking district, uh, site, you know, the Tesla store down in, in, uh, in Manhattan by 9am. There was no one down there. I love that section of town when it's early in the morning like that. And, um, it's just a, it's a great time. Got a parking spot right out front and I saw the cyber truck. Not only did I see the cyber truck, but I, I was able to really experience it. And 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 get to feel what is it like? Because I'll tell you what, Kyle, when I first saw that, when you were at that event out wherever the heck you were when they announced it, I thought it was a joke when they rolled it out. I thought it was like some paper mache project from some junior high kid. And I was like, Yeah, okay, that's not really it. When are they gonna roll out the real truck? You know, and and ever since then I've been sort of not too high on it, but I will tell you, I was very pleasantly surprised. In person, what it looks like. Now, you know me, I like a lot of different things. And when I see them, you know, I, I got to get that. I'm not so sure this is the right truck for me, but I'm, a, I'm a hundred percent sure this is the right truck for you. And, uh, we got to figure out how to get one of these suckers because man, oh man, it's crazy. I met some really nice people, some real characters today. Um, you know, the Tesla family are, they're not shy. And there's one guy in particular. He's great. You'll see him in the video I'm going to release tomorrow. I'm just editing right now. But epic day. Really good. Um, not a huge line to get in the door at 10 a.m. As a matter of fact, there were only about nine people in front of me. And it was it was cold. So I was sitting in my, in my ex, you know, out front waiting for them to let everybody in. They took everybody's name. You had to register and I, I th- I've, not, I've not seen that before. I've never experienced that up at Mount Kisco. And even if you weren't there to see the Cybertruck, they were still taking your names and, and
1: uh, asking you why you were there. So, um, yeah, good day. So was that in New York City and Manhattan? And yeah, then? yeah. Okay. And there were only nine people? There were only nine people
0: online. So they they opened at 10 a.m., so I got um, there at 9 thinking I was gonna be, you know, way in the back of the line. And and there was there really weren't that many people there. And was it the know.
1: first day it was on display in New York? No,
0: it was it was on someone uh uh someone tweeted me, Oh Dave, I wish I had known, you know, I went there yesterday. So it, it was at a minimum Friday it was there. I just don't think a lot of people know that they have it, um, maybe that's why it wasn't, you know, sort of inundated with people.
1: Because our Denver uh, one was jammed, and it also just could be the market. It could be like no one in New York City needs a pickup truck, so maybe there's not much interest. Versus um, here in Colorado, everyone has a pickup truck.
0: Yeah, no, listen, you know, the, the the New York City. I mean, it's listen. We've got farms here in New York. You know, we've got we've got people that are that are going to use these uh, on the job site. I don't know, but you know, I did. I did run into, I did run into one guy that drove down from Newburgh, New York, and uh, he was all pumped about it. A lot of people that were there had orders. uh, Come here, Bailey. A lot of people that were there had um, orders uh, for the truck. She's going to help me edit here, Um, and they were all excited about it. And I was like, "Hey, what number are you?" Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get this thing for another three or four years. So but, that's um,
1: surprising. So you have a reservation then. Who? Me? Yeah.
0: No. No, I was asking other people like when they thought wow. they were going to get their truck. But Kyle, listen, you'll see it in my video tomorrow. This thing was I know everybody gets so bent out of shape about, you know, the panel gaps and and when you talk to people, it's all about how does the car look and 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 also, you know, is it built well like panel gaps and I'm I'm thinking to myself like How much is it going to cost, right? How far is it going to go? How is it going to charge? No one was asking those
1: questions today. Yeah, it's like almost no one cares or is thinking beyond the styling. It's like, I I think if the truck performs really well, there's two scenarios here, which we talked about on yesterday's Out of Spec podcast. We're talking about my experience with the Cybertruck. It's like if it performs really well, then the styling does a disservice to the engineering work they put into the truck to make it do some incredible things. We just don't know. If it has not great range, not great range while towing, not great charging, not great efficiency, all of these things, if it kind of sucks, then at least the looks are interesting to talk about. I just hope they've got the whole package dialed in.
0: I'll tell you what I think. They've got enough demand for two years' worth of people. That even if the truck sucks, yeah, to sell two years' worth of these things, just because it's it's like it's insane, right? It looks like I put this in my video. It looks like something out of a Tron movie. If you saw it driving the road down the road, you'd be like, "Where are they making the movie?" Right? Because it just doesn't look like something you'd see on the road. Um, Now, having said that, I did look at the panel gaps because you know I just recently picked up the X, as you know, and I got to tell you, Kyle, this, this particular one that I saw today was screwed together really well.
1: Well, I, mean, I don't know if we can use those as like a great basis going forwards, because, you know, those are the ones that are going to be scrutinized. Yeah. So you know but, Tesla went through and dialed them in.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine. But I mean, it was, it was meticulous. I, I didn't see, I saw one tiny little spot. There were a couple of scratches on it. Yeah. The, they scratch. They scratched. You know what scratched was the um, the black molding around the wheel wells? Yeah. Like in, in front of the camera, there were some pretty nasty scratches on those. A stainless and then, wheel on ours was
1: scratched here in Denver.
0: And then on the passenger side rear door panel, you'll see this in my video, huge handprints. Like, yeah. what in the hell? I mean, so. You know, this is like, uh, this reminds me, remember, we used to uh, have that, that um, stainless steel refrigerator up at the house in Vermont, right? And it's, you can never keep it clean, right? You'd always see fingerprint marks on it and all that. And it was a pain. It looked great. um, But I could never, I never figured out what substance to use to keep it sort of uh, looking. Good news on
1: this topic. Colton and I, uh, the day this podcast go up, uh, we also, Colton and I just filmed a whole video. Twenty-minute-long out-of-spec detailing video about what is it going to take to clean and protect the Cybertruck. We talk about the handprints. We talk about the products. We had a trash can there to represent the Cybertruck, uh, okay. for stainless steel trash can. It was pretty interesting. We talk about the material composition and how yeah. it's different than DeLorean or a refrigerator and some other things. So that's yeah, because all, I mean, it's all the answers are out there. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: not like it's not paint protection. It's metal protection, right? And like, I don't know how it's going to work. I think a lot of people will will probably um, wrap these trucks, and I think there's going to be some wild wraps there you're going to see on them. But you know, it 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 was kind of a smooth surface. It wasn't like that brushed DeLorean. I remember the DeLorean was like almost like lines in it. Yeah, it seemed like it was more like a little bit smoother.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But all right, so let's let's just talk about this thing. It it's it's so massive in terms of the the surface area from the B pillar back when you're standing in, in the back of the car in the back of the truck and you're looking at the tonneau cover it's just it's like this giant wedge and it's 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 crazy but for some reason I don't feel as though it's too big now there was a guy there that had one of these apps that you could actually laser measure the length of the vehicle I don't know how accurate it was but he he said that it was 22 and a half feet long. Wow.
1: That's longer than the expectation of 19 feet, something. So, so maybe he look, I put a disclaimer when I, when he did this,
0: he also, um, but I saw him do it and it, and it looked like a pretty cool app, you know, where you, you pop in the front and then you move and you pop in the back and it said 22.6. So, that was that was way longer than I thought.
1: Wow! Because a F one fifty Lightning's nineteen and a half. Just as yeah. So maybe that's inaccurate.
0: I don't know, but it was it was pretty cool. He had this little device, and we were playing around with it. But that's interesting, um, though,
1: because we don't know the final specifications. And, and then and, yeah,
0: yeah. The other thing I had to measure was how far from the back of uh, from where like the tonneau cover starts, like you would think, like the back of the bed, and then all the way back, and. um That was, that was, I forget, I'd have to watch the video, but so anyway, that's all in my video that I'll put up on the, was it more than,
1: was it around six feet or was it like four feet? It was like four and change and,
0: and maybe, I don't know. I don't want to say, but the width of it was four foot five inches. Oh, wow. And I would have expected that to be a little bit wider. I had to measure it three times and it was four foot three, four foot five, four foot four. So it was somewhere right in there. Um, you couldn't
1: see the bed. You could just see the. Oh, no, they wouldn't itself. open.
0: So, a couple of things. They wouldn't open the doors. They wouldn't open the tonneau bed. Um, and But the, it's got a square circle type squircle steering wheel. Yeah. It had a. Um, it had. It was It was a. Uh, it had it
1: uh, a, a rear view mirror?
0: It did have a rear view mirror. Oh, so did ours. But, Kyle. Unless I don't know how you're gonna see out of the back with that rear view mirror, just from the angles, unless it's a video, you know how they have those video camera ones. Um like in the uh um what was the other? Oh, oh in the Fisker Ocean, it has two modes
1: you can actually use it in. Um yeah, but so many cars do, even a bolt. So, has yeah, that.
0: but so so I would imagine it's got one of those um in there.
1: But I don't know. it seems expensive, nice. I think Tesla wouldn't do that.
0: I don't know. I mean, I I really don't know, but it had a front camera, okay? Which um, I know that's been confirmed, obviously. Um, but the interior was pretty nice. It had black seats, white piping, white panels on the door, white going across oh, white the interior. Top. I thought it looked pretty sweet. Um, you know, like not having white seats. It felt um, it felt appropriate to have the black seats with all the white trim, which I, I, I liked, and um, I couldn't really see in the back seat because the rear doors had a darker tint than the front windows did. And I couldn't really see in there very well.
1: Did you get the Um, VIN?
0: I didn't try. Um, Okay. I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't believe I got, I probably could have um, zoomed in. Um, But yeah, I didn't, I didn't really try. Um, Let's just think, well, oh, the wheel covers got to go. Oh man, are those things nasty? And they got big gaps between the rubber they were 265 65 20s mm, and
1: 85 65 20 what was that 285 65 20
0: well maybe the rears but the fronts were 265 65 20. really yeah without a doubt I don't I mean I didn't I didn't look at I didn't I thought it was a square stance so I didn't even check the rears but the front was oh. a 265 65 20. Um, very thick sidewall but there's a gap between the rubber and and the and the um what do you call it the the plastic cover
1: are you sure it was because everything online as well including our truck was on 285 65 20 so that would be like maybe an arrow option or a different because the cars are on 285 square
0: these wheel covers look like arrows, which makes so, no sense. I'm surprised
1: you don't like the wheel. I love the wheel covers. Uh, I don't know, Kyle. I, I would have
0: thought they would have real wheels. But here's the thing: they do. You, you just pull them off. Okay, but it looks like a lot of muck or or like, especially if you're in mud or or snow is going to wedge in there and pop them off or something. Like I'd worry. It didn't, yeah, it that's what didn't we were
1: solid talking about too in the last episode about that. Okay. and uh, Drew Drew is there who owns Martian Wheels, so he's the wheel guy. Yeah, it was just like uh, Martian wheels coming as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, don't know. I actually kind of think the wheel covers work, but I, I totally agree that gap between the cover and the yeah. tire just seems like stuff's going to get it lodged. A, it then. was
0: a good like half-inch gap. Yeah. And I'm yeah. and, uh, um, trying to think what else. Um, oh, the light bar looks really sweet, yeah. both in the front and the rear.
1: And it, it doesn't quality, flicker on video. It, it doesn't? No, did you notice that? How like you uh, know when you film like a lightning or a Ribbian, you always get the flickering Yeah. Of the light.
0: Yeah, I, I I didn't notice it. I, I could check that out. Um, hold on one second, let me let Bailey back down. <laughs> hey, go downstairs, girl. See ya. Um yeah, I'll have to check that out, but I think I think that uh, it just looked really cool because it looked very consistent and and I like that a lot. Um yeah, the side view mirrors were pretty
1: sweet. And so when you say the truck's not for you, what do you mean? Obviously, just you can't. don't have a need for a truck, but no, let's say not, you did have a
0: need for a truck, I wouldn't get that. I'd be an F one hundred and fifty guy uh, or a Silverado guy. It's just <laughs> yeah, too Silverado, unconventional for me. I, I don't know. I, I it just it just um, it doesn't. It doesn't. So it's a little
1: um, too weird, a little too attention grabbing for you. Yeah, I you just, just so positive on everything you just said, except for the. Wheel no, car. no, I, I, I'm excited
0: for the rest of the world, right now. Meanwhile, I'm probably going to get one, right? Knowing me, you know. I don't know. I couldn't see. I don't see you getting one of <laughs> no, those. No, I, I, I just don't have the room for it. it. Well, it's not even that. It just doesn't feel like. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like like something I would want um you you know even back in the day kyle when you had the house up in vermont probably then yeah then it would
1: be cool yeah yeah,
0: then i think but i'm in a different stage i'm doing the florida thing you know i think everybody down all the retired people down in florida i'm gonna get trouble saying this would be like scared of me you know what is that thing coming down the road i mean you know although they were showing it i believe in miami and tampa so they've got a lot of a lot of demand for the car down in Florida. Oh, but maybe yeah. well, in
1: Florida's truck country for sure. Maybe just yeah. not Naples.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to be driving that thing up and down the road in Naples with some sweet wrap with those like blue lights down below. Looking yeah, sure. You know?
1: I just want to squat it. I want a button to just drop the rear, raise the front and uh you know do a cyber truck squat driving around everywhere yeah uh, okay so you saw the cyber truck really cool sounds like you're basically what you said kind of mimics what what i was feeling on the truck as well which is super wild super cool concerned about the metal finish and how we're going to take care of that the fingerprints i mean that episode i did with colton touched on everything you did uh, you you mentioned there these weren't Um,
0: fingerprints, kyle they were like handprints they were just like really insane. they um,
1: didn't let you get up close to the truck, right? They had it roped off.
0: Roped off. Yeah. Nice ropes. Good quality ropes. Um okay. you know, nobody jumped over. Um everybody was it was just a you know what it was? It was a happy buzz. Um it was kind of funny. People are coming up to me. I had no idea how they were they're like, how do you like your ex? I was like, wow, okay. He you knew I was like, that was kind of weird for me, but um, but a lot of fun. Really a lot of fun. And uh You know, the Tesla folks, I asked them a bunch of questions. They weren't handing out any information. Just like I was curious about like um, um, rear wheel steer and just some just kind of some some questions about how when they were maneuvering it around. He was like, I wasn't here for that. You know, so I, I just I don't know, whatever I they they were they were taking names and, and small talk and trying to sell you Model 3s and Model Ys. So well,
1: that was interesting because we had no very different interaction with the Tesla staff at our location. And it could be regional. You know, New York's known for being just a little bit, maybe less welcoming than here in the Midwest. But, um, you know, just, just like, it was totally great buzzing with excitement when I was yeah. at the, the cyber truck uh, here in Denver. And, but the Tesla staff were like, so open. They're like, so cool. No names, no sale stuff. They knew everyone was there to to look at the truck and, and also like they were viewers. So maybe they're not trying to sell me a car cause they know we have them, but I didn't get the vibe. They were doing that with anyone else. And, um, yeah, just I just like, I saw I, I, I I so vibe. many friends at one time. It was great.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think the vibe that I got there was they were there working and and they were they were a little bit busy with their iPads or whatever they're doing when there was not a lot of small talk between the Tesla staff and and the you know buyers or kind of customers. Oh, that's Project. actually
1: kind of disappointing because that was the best part about what was going on here in Denver was full interaction between they had the whole entire tesla staff there talking to tesla owners about how they enjoy their cars they had the service guys there they had the detailers there we're all just chatting about you yeah know, EVs, they, non-teslas as well they were
0: there but the interaction was happening with the people not with the tesla folks there and, I, mm-hmm. and kyle i may be wrong i may have been may have weaved in and out i was there for probably an hour and a half or so and uh, i was looking at the car most of them so i can't I can't talk about every... Um, you know, interaction that was going sure. on, but no one came up to me and said, Hey, what do you think about it? You know, from Tesla, huh. Um, it wasn't that kind of a vibe there, but I, I wouldn't criticize it. They were busy, you know, they were checking people in, and, 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 and ultimately, their- that's
1: up to just the individual who works there, whether or not they're an enthusiast or not. It, yeah, at least here, everyone is an EV enthusiast, they all drive electric cars and yeah. they're all pretty, pretty open about the whole thing. So, okay, we got your cyber truck take. Um, I agree. I think. Depending on the specs, we should get one. Um, you know, I, I love my Rivian. That is the best vehicle I've ever owned. And I haven't had it this week because it's been in Chattanooga getting wrapped. Oh, yeah. I'm finally getting it back this week. But I'm just like, almost feel lost without it. Like I'm driving my Model S around and I'm like, I just wish I was in my Rivian. <laughs> just yeah. so like, you know, we got dumped on with snow. Yeah, and I'm just like, got to move wheels and tires around. I got to tow stuff, and I'm like, yeah. what am I doing? I got to rent a U-Haul tomorrow to tow something. Yeah, and I'm like this is crazy. So, okay. Uh, oh, cool. One last
0: thing I want to tell you on the tires, they they had, um, you know, when you get pebbles stuck, they're very they're, they're sort of wide. Um, um, what do you call it? That not the not the grip, but the uh, the tread pattern, really wide. They that had a locks. whole bunch of stones pebbles in the wheels. Yeah, that came from
1: Austin. Uh, ours was delivered. Denver was delivered like that. And the detailers were literally picking them out of the tires.
0: Yeah. And you know, those things, when you're going down the road, um, they're going to make noise, right? Those tires, those, those stones stones
1: will just come out with speed.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever it it was, um, it was, it was dusty too. That was the other thing. Dust it off. I was like, give me the duster, but anyway, let's move on. So I, I went over just to, um, just to check out Lucid um because if you know if i'm down there i want to see and i was like maybe they have a gravity there so i walked in they're like hey dave how's it going i said where's your gravity uh we don't have one
1: do you like only have like some really early prototype ones and but they are going to be in manhattan lucid's doing a thing at manhattan classic car club
0: yeah uh, yeah like
1: when we went but we also didn't get the invite but the other people will be there so that's okay
0: yeah and they had um they had one of those blacked out ones there. It was red, um, you know, the red color with the I forget what they call it. it looked yeah, like pretty the sweet
1: package, I think.
0: Yeah, the stealth package, right? It, exactly, and um, it looked pretty sweet, you know. Um,
1: zenith red, so like that maroon purple right. red. Zenith that's red with
0: color with the stealth package, and it, it and it had the uh, I think it those tan like baseball glove leather seats.
1: Oh, nice! Um, Good spec.
0: You know, pretty pretty cool spec. And they had another one. They had two in, in the showroom there. And they as I was leaving. I
1: outside, Yeah.
0: And, and you know what was wild? I didn't stay very long, but because um, I've sort of, you know, I kind of understand that brand. But I was just asking what's new and all of that. And they seemed to be uh, pretty upbeat and busy in there, which was nice. And then uh, one of the guys who, who I saw at an event up at the, at a hotel in Greenwich, he said, hey, Dave, there's a pop-up store on 14th Street. With the um, the uh, Fisker Ocean, and you should check it out. So I was like, "Oh, that's great!" Because I, I remember when we were in San Diego, San Diego, they had a um, Fisker Ocean there, one a very early one, a very early production. And so I wanted to see what they had, you know, for real production cars. So I walked over. Beautiful location, really, oh, nice.
1: really okay,
0: absolutely. Um, dedicated, like when he said pop-up, I thought like, you know, like a pup tent on the side of the road with a couple of cars on it. No, this was like a real deal, beautiful location. I shot a video there. They had two um, Fisker Ocean, but the top of the line ones, um, That's which like were. a launch spec, right? The, the, I think it's a launch spec, and they had one in this blue color. I'll have it in the video, which is a matte paint that everyone's going crazy for with these wild wheels, with these like aquamarine or aqua blue um, brake calipers in there. And, um, you know, I I really spent some time with the vehicle. I asked the, the staff, super nice lady over there, who actually used to work for Tesla in California. And she said, look, Dave, you know, happy to have you film in here, but we just can't be on camera. I said, that's okay. She took me through that truck, Kyle so incredibly well she knew everything about that vehicle took me through every single um you know button and uh, yeah that's the color that they had um they also had like a silver one a lighter colored one that was beautiful for me I liked it in a lighter color and if you go back up to that picture you just scrolled by you see the the one with the roof um what was so cool was the, the, they have this mode in there. You probably know this, but I didn't know this California mode. Yeah. And what it does is it opens every single window. So all four windows and see the little tiny window in, in, in the way back. Even that little window opens. Yeah. And for your dog, they said. And then even the window in the far back opens in the, in the lift gate. So you can put a surfboard in there, which is pretty cool. But the glass roof is solar. And, you know, remember back in the day when the Toyota Prius had the solar roof and it would power a little fan to keep the car maybe six degrees cooler than, you know, than not. They yeah. claim that this thing will will power the car, again, yeah, four or five miles a day, which is not a lot, but at least it kind of keeps, um, keeps it going. But what's nice about that, that uh, they did some really nice touches with this vehicle. I, I, I really liked it, Kyle. Um, the roof opens. And, and so you've got this massive opening in, in the back. I put the seat for the, in the Fisker ocean for where I would, where I would set it with uh, being six foot five. And then I went in back and I sat behind me and I actually fit like pretty, pretty comfortably. Um, And I, I didn't think I would, because if you look at the roof line, it slopes down a little bit, but I fit pretty well. I didn't, I wasn't hitting my head. I could definitely go back, you know, go to sleep back there. And then there were a couple of nice little touches like in the rear, when you fold down where the cup holders are, there's a little computer controller for, you know, temperature and also volume. And, and then they also have in the center console, I've always liked on the F-150, you can flip open that, that center, that center thing in between the the passenger and the driver, and you can use that as a workspace or, you know, lunch. They have this little tray table that comes up in the ocean, which I thought was pretty sweet. Um, the you know a number of things that are I guess going to be coming over the air um in terms of um, you know um in terms of like Apple CarPlay they didn't they didn't have yet but they had a proprietary proprietary system that looked pretty good um, I like that car I thought it was pretty good I, I was like, and what's nice about it is you know Fisker is a great designer and Magna is, they're building them in I guess Graz Austria as um, they know how to build cars so. We'll see. You know, there was yeah. there was one guy in there that said he was not happy because he said he ordered his car four years ago and he wasn't yeah. being told when it's going to come and he was a base spec and all of that. So, but uh, really cool. And I, mean, um,
1: I still am not 100% convinced on Fisker. Uh, I haven't really had the opportunity. I have driven one and i played around with one, but it was a pre-series. Um, you know, the fact that, was that at like,
0: yes, like 10 months ago though, wasn't
1: it? That was yeah, uh, almost a year ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure a lot has changed from them. That first impression was good, but it wasn't great. I wasn't like, oh, this is the car. It seems like the specs were designed for, you know, two years ago, if it were to come out, and the price was good, but they've only delivered the top spec. So I've been following the story, of course, with Magna being one of our main sponsors. We know a lot of the technology that's in the vehicle, but I'm still not 100% convinced um, You know that the final integration is going to be all that good. They had a bunch of software issues. They had a bunch of production issues in terms of ramping them up. So, yeah, even though Magna can build cars, it seems like it was a little bit bumpy, and to to be honest, like even though they're our sponsor, we still have free reign to you know they they have, they don't care what we say about the Fisker. That's that's a car that we're reviewing, but but ultimately, like I I'm not I'm not sold yet. I mean, I, yeah. I really want it to work, but there's there just doesn't seem to be anything on that car that really captures me. We do have an audience that seems to love it. I need to play around with it and test it. And what's weird is I reached out to Fisker to have us review the car. And they're like, oh, hell yeah, that's great. We loved your video. Like, yeah, come. And then like they did a first drive event. No, no invitation, which is fine. We don't need to be invited to everything. But then it was just like, I was like, oh, hey, like, you know, if, if you know, I, I know you have the test cars in the US, if we can borrow one, they're like, yeah, let's wait on software. Let's wait on all this. We'll get you a car as soon as we can. And usually when like, I feel like they're delaying something because they know the testing that we're going to do with the car is range, charging, performance, yeah, road. they're like, you know, I, I just get the feeling that they're stalling. Because, well, just so
0: you know, they yeah. offered me a car. For a couple of days, and I'm no making arrangements. Way. Yeah, and I'm oh, I'm making arrangements good. to get one. And Great. so maybe it's because they don't know who I am. Girl, they're like, yeah, who's this guy? Right? Tell <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Kyle, if I get one, we'll fly you in. You know. Um. By the way, they're not allowed to sell those cars in New York State.
1: And oh, really? So they don't have a dealer license.
0: No. So, so when I asked her about pricing, she's like, no, I, that's I that's you have right. to look it up online. Um. But. Gorgeous showroom. If you're looking at the ocean, check it out. Go down 14th Street, right on the What main was your route.
1: impression of like the build
0: quality and the material
1: Good. usage? Good. And, okay. Kyle, I'm telling you, I liked it.
0: Good. Um, I liked it a lot. And and there's something I don't know, there's something about that vehicle just feels I don't know. Like I, I went over to Genesis House again just for a little while, just to check out and see what they had from an electrification standpoint. They had a G70 electrified with uh, made G- up with 70 not a gv70 they had a they did have a gv70 electric they okay. also had a g70
1: electric well that would be the first we're hearing of that car
0: okay well they had one are you it sure was, it wasn't
1: a g80 electric now you got me because it was a car and it had yeah if it was a sedan then that would have been the g80 electrified
0: G eighty electrified. Okay, I get all their their numbers mixed up, but but it was it was like they had some funky graffiti artist from South Korea. This special car that was electrified and it had all this graffiti artist and uh, was it right graffiti. hand drive? No, I don't so know. Was, I I actually don't know if it was right hand drive, but it was. Um, Anyway, they they're they're promoting them getting the uh, Olympics in South Korea in whatever whatever year, and that was like a really special car to them. Uh, They had first of all again Genesis House is just an amazing facility. They have a five star restaurant upstairs with a library, and it's the way they showcase their cars there. It's not a place to buy them. Deep pockets, big money going into this facility. I highly recommend you go check it out. They had a G60 there. Uh, I'm sorry, GV60. They had um, a GV80 electric. Is that right? GV nope. GV70, GV70 electric. electric. They had one of those, and um, just uh, you know, it was good to go back in there. Shot a quick video, just an update of the facility and the way they demonstrate all their cars, they look good. But, you know, there, there's something, I don't know, there's just something sort of missing after having that car. I think maybe it's maybe it's just the, the missing European pedigree from that, that that sort of bothers me a little bit. I mean, they had a G90, like uh, a GV90. I looked inside that thing. There's and no GV90. So what was it? GV80? big one
1: the big suv or the sedan yeah
0: big suv That's gv80 gv80 okay i looked inside there napa leather it looked all you know it looked really good but you know when you go and you look at the bmw's or the eqs's or whatever the european cars and and even even to a large extent dare i say the pole stars which we'll get to um there's just something that's missing with this Genesis brand after owning it. And I, I really can't put my finger on it because it is a great car. On paper, it's amazing. The facility is amazing. I don't know. There's just something that doesn't connect with me um, emotionally maybe is what it is.
1: I just feel like it's not genuine. So when I drive a Genesis, which I've driven all of them, and yeah. uh, of course you've owned them, I always feel a bit like how I feel when I have to put a button down shirt on, which is like I have to act like I I don't know, like I'm dressed up, and it, yeah. but it's not me. And so it's yeah. like it's a luxury car, but it's not actually luxurious. Yeah. Uh, so I I just feel like, you know, it's a dressed up Kia in some sense. The software is not good in those cars. Um, you know, the, the sound systems are okay. Like they have some good things going for them. Uh, but this whole, like really trying to push this image of luxury and, and, you know, I know all the Genesis, like marketing people and stuff and they like rent out the nicest restaurants and do these crazy things. And then I think about who's buying a Genesis and it, unfortunately, still is the people who can't afford a Mercedes. Uh, you know, it, I know you'll disagree with that, but that's my, no, I'm not, I I guess my
0: look at if you look at, you look at how Mercedes having trouble selling their cars and, you know, put me in the negotiating table. I think I'd beg to differ. I think you'd probably get them for equal price, but, um, but there's something just, you know, it's a Hyundai. Right, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It's a Kia, right? It's there, just there are fancy.
1: material differences, like for example, the gb 60 has an entirely different front end, uh, you know, geometry than the Ionic Five. I get or- that. I get that.
0: We can move on anyway. Great facility. It was nice to be back in there, and um, you know, it was great. And then where did I go? I went up to uh, Polestar. Now the thing about it is Polestar. I called over there yesterday to Westport, and I wanted to try and see if they had a Polestar three. Cause I hadn't seen the vehicle yet. I've, I've read about it and I know you drove it. I think, um,
1: also, nope, I haven't, it? haven't driven the three. There's no driving units yet.
0: Oh, okay. I'm mistaken. Um, so, but I hadn't seen it and I wanted to see it in person. And so the, the, um, Noah, who's the sales manager in Westport, Connecticut here, he's like, Dave, you know, he, he knew of you and he knew, um, Uh, you having uh, the Polestar 1 because Jonathan, who's actually a salesman in New York City, he watched your video when you did the cross country with my Lucid, our Lucid, I should say, and uh, when Alyssa was driving the Polestar behind you and they they know the car. And so he said- One
1: of like, I don't know how many Polestar 1s are in the US, but I think it's pretty easy for everyone to know every car. Five, there's 500, I no, think. That's what Polestar says. I don't buy it. I think there's a lot less than that.
0: Well, they had a, so, so what, what Noah said is, Dave, you really should go down to the city and check out our location because it's a dedicated location. It's not like it's, you know, a Volvo dealer with, uh, they got the Polestar on the side or anything like that. And this facility was, was really, really nice. Not huge. They had three cars in there. They had a Polestar one, white um and it was up on a on a pedestal which was really really nice first of all where they put this lo- this the location of this polestar uh, dealer is is up by lincoln center so it's over by west end avenue on the, basically right off the hudson river and it's a completely different sort of vibe up there than everything that seems it seems like ev central is down in the meatpacking district with new york city right now and they deliberately picked this uh, this spot. It's almost kind of got a museum vibe to it, as opposed to um, a car dealership. Is now, this look, a
1: photo of it here that I have pulled up? Um, so there, this is the spot that I went to, I think, years ago. Uh, no, that's
0: that's not it. No, is this it? Yes.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yes, that's it. It's a it's a nice facility and you can see they had the Polestar three over on the left, underneath that L. They had a Polestar two, and then they had the Polestar One up on a pedestal. And I'm all so they board, did have a
1: one there. What what was the they, spec?
0: Um, what was the spec? Uh you'd have to tell me like the different specs. Well, I have it color, all documented. What color was
1: it? White. Every it, every car was white. Was it matte white like mine or shiny yeah. white? matt white cool and it had gray seats or black seats um now you're catching me hold on yeah. hold on yeah grab
0: it i saw it, so you. many
1: cars today kyle i mean yeah. like well, uh you know it was cool oh, great gray, gray, gray seats oh no way and so it's my car's twin it looks sweet um well you've seen this one yeah no i
0: absolutely but but the but the whole showroom just clicked together. It felt so synergistic in the sense that, you know, three white cars and they, they had, and what's interesting is also all the cabinets that they have in this location. You, you push a button and they motorize, come out and then they show you like the only shocks or, or the tires or the wheels. I mean, really, really nice display there. I was super impressed. And the guy, Jonathan, who's a senior sales guy there, he worked up the ranks as a delivery specialist and a tech specialist. This guy knew his stuff. He knew all the specs, and it's so refreshing to walk into a place like this, and and the guy just knew his stuff. And I actually just asked questions and just let him roll, and uh he was great. I, I filmed two videos there. The first one that I filmed was about sort of the brand and what is Polestar and who are they. And, um, what is this location and what is their relationship between them and Volvo and Geely and all of that? And then, um, and then just sort of an overview of all their cars. And then I did a dedicated deep dive video just on the, uh, Polestar three.
1: Uh, did they have a Polestar four there?
0: They did not, okay. and he said they're not going to be bringing those over until um, quite a, quite a long time because they're going to be going first to the Chinese and European markets before they come here.
1: Yeah, well, they're already in series production for China,
0: right? Right, um, and then he we talked a little bit about um, the Polestar five and the Polestar six,
1: whichever one was the convertible. That's the six. Man, oh man, that looked sweet. No, I know. I got to buy one because uh, that's going to look so good next to the Polestar 1. I think they're a quarter million dollars.
0: They're sold out according to what Jonathan told me. Someone
1: will sell one on the second market. I'm not saying I'll buy one new.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, So anyway, great experience at Polestar. I must say, I think I liked the ocean better than the Polestar 3.
1: Well, they're not even in the same category, are they? They are. They are. Well, the ocean's much smaller. It is, but there's something, yeah, I guess
0: so. I didn't feel like I had a super large amount of room in the Polestar 3. I fit really well. So Polestar
1: Um, 3 is basically built on the Spa 2 architecture, which is EX90 underneath.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes. Jonathan, he went all, he went through all that. One thing I forgot to tell you on the, um, on the, on the, um, ocean is, you know, I have a a little bit wider butt than the average Joe. Yeah. And, uh, and the seat felt a little narrow, not like terrible, but you know, like in my model X I've got, there's a platform there for my, for my butt to, to fit on. And I did feel better in the in the Polestar Three, just in terms of the um the width of the seat and, and all of that. The material choices they used I thought were were very good in this Polestar. They were they it were having natural leather interior
1: in the Polestar,
0: but natural leather sourced. Absolutely. They had a they had an issue with the car, with the car software. He was unable to show me the maps. They were having an issue with it um you know it's a pre-production unit and all of that yeah. and the one thing that was not good was there was a lot of crinkles in the leather on yeah. both the front and the and the and the passenger seat Absolutely. it looked looked pretty good in the rear but the front Kyle it was it was not good like I'm not super picky but if they were delivering me that car I would not have expect well, I would not have accepted it
1: I think that that car has probably a million people getting in and out of it, right? Fair enough. As an example, but this is not unique to Polestar. So Volvo in general, they're, driver side bolsters get destroyed from all the the spa cars up 2016 and up whenever you get the inscription Volvo or you know the fine grain leather that like Polestar is using in this car you have to be so careful getting in and out of those seats and so I am extremely particular getting in and out of my Polestar I I literally have like a a way that I pull myself up and over the seat so I don't touch the bolster and I even have a mode that like puts the backrest all the way back because you will destroy that leather so quickly. And every Polestar three, I just saw one in Charlotte at the showroom, uh, the Polestar showroom 2 completely destroyed seat. It just goes to show why I understand the leather sustainably stores because they wrote it on the leather. I don't know yeah. what that means, but it's like um, Rivian really proved and Tesla with their white seats proved that you can have a beautiful looking material that isn't natural, that you right. can have a synthetic material that wears wonderfully Yeah, Like, whatever my Model 3 has, it's even better than the new white seat stuff, in my opinion. My Generation 3, those seats are insane. We have destroyed those things, and they come back to brand new.
0: Yeah. I I will say this, Kyle. It wasn't just the side bolster where you get in and out. It was on the seat itself, and it was on even the back. um, Yeah. The lumbar, you know, the side part from everyone uh,
1: twisting in and out of it. Yeah, just, I don't like, know. So, so, but,
0: but, again, that was, you know, in all fairness to the to to the car and 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 the fact that it is pre production, you know, um, and 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 it and it was soft leather, and that's probably a downside of of soft leather, soft leather. Totally. But, like,
1: uh, why would you put that as like right there as proof to not bring it to production with that interior material? And honestly, Polestar should swap out the seats. That, we'll that's give not really you, how the car is represented at any showroom.
0: Right. I, I don't disagree. That was my only gripe. I didn't go through it super meticulously. Um, you know, it was pretty cool seeing the um, the the frunk was a decent size. And, you know, I, look, anyway, epic day for me. I know we've been talking a super long time here, but, you know, I've been trying to figure out how to see some additional cars and all i needed to do was just drive down the meatpacking district in new york city and there it was it's just you know so um you know next up i got to go see rivian because i really haven't spent much time with the r1s and um you know i haven't really gone over to ford to check out the mach e um so i want to i definitely want to do that but i had so much fun today today kyle i was all by myself um, my phone kept running out of juice, and I didn't have a, 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 a cable, so I'm, I'm like in traffic going up to Midtown after the meatpacking, and I was like, "Boy, this this wireless keypad, you know, the wireless charger, it's slow." And so, um, but uh, yeah, a little bit amateur for battery management of my of my recording skills today. But anyway, great day it was. Um, the highlight surely was the Cybertruck, and uh, boy, what a what a crazy, insane like it's almost it's almost so out there that you kind of do want one you know um it's just so wacky
1: like that's what i like about it is it's just like so many people hate it and they just hate it because they they just are not good with new things like we don't even know what the truck's going to do and people already hate this thing. I think it's so funny. It's so interesting. So I, I'm really excited to, to actually see what it'll do. And then, then you can hate it. Once you find out like it has garbage range or garbage performance, if that's the case, then sure, say whatever you want. But just to yeah. write off a vehicle because of styling, I'm sure Tesla has engineered some unique things that no other truck can do. So I don't you know. know it would be it- hopeful.
0: Yeah, it was funny. One, one quick thing, and then I'll, I'll and then just uh, one thing. I was telling, I was talking to an individual there about. I was trying to see if the center screen swivels, mm-hmm. and and I think it does. I, I I'm pretty tall, and I was able to look up and over in, and it seemed like there was a like a a little bit of an arc for um for where it could swivel, just like it does in the S's and the X's and all of that. Um, so that was cool. And then one one guy I was talking to, I said you know, why did you buy this car? And he says, oh, you know, it's everything I need, especially if they deliver the 500 miles of range. And I go, huh? And like, like, is that a rumor that's out there? Because I, yeah. I think, oh, if, yeah. I mean, Kyle, if they're delivering 500 miles of range on this vehicle for, and then he said 55 grand, I that's said, not,
1: "That's not. True. I don't no. think
0: that's going to happen. No, I mean, like, no. <laughs> no way. And so there are all these like, there are all these rumors flying around in the showroom and like, it wasn't my job to sit there and dispel them. But, you know, I I just like, wow, if that happens, you know, you you know, why would I want an X? I'll drive this thing for 55 grand. If I can go 500 miles, I don't know. So um,
1: I think we do know that's not going to happen. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I hear you. But um, anyway, great day. Um, But I'm really
1: encouraged to hear your positive comments on on Fisker because, uh, to be honest, I I really haven't heard much about the car. I I saw I'm gonna do do a podcast with one of my friends who like uh, rebuilds crashed Teslas and stuff. He found two crashed ones at auction today. Um so uh you know that's common that's not anything against the car it's just like okay they're out there they're being used driven crashed and now coming on that secondary market and yeah really really looking forward to kind of digging into that car I, I it's probably on me I haven't covered that car as closely as I should um but I also haven't been that optimistic about it to be totally honest yeah, yeah. I'm convinced that it's going to be built well because we know who's building it but I'm just not convinced on the total package <laughs> and to be honest Fisker burned us enough in the past yeah, I mean,
0: I, I hear you with that, but knowing who's building it, I I sort of walked in with a feeling of comfort, knowing that Magnus Steyr is building this car, and sure. and
1: and and one thing that um you know uh what was I they, say they didn't inspect the software like there's a I don't I don't know the inner workings of how that goes. I'm very much not allowed to be on the curtain on that collaboration, yeah. but software issues production issues it sounded like in terms of getting them out um and it doesn't seem to like it's it's not cheap like the first ones were over 60 grand so yeah. i don't know i'm excited to play around with it that reminds me if you can go get a test drive maybe next time i'm in la i'll try and get one for a day or two and do the stuff i need to well do. they
0: yeah they said that they would do an extended loan um they weren't super busy there that's for sure um, compared to Tesla. Um, and even Lucid had had quite a few people, you know, buzzing around in there today. Um, but it sounds like no one knew they were there. Like
1: you had no they idea. Didn't know.
0: no. I mean, and I was like, the Lucid guy told me they're there. Thank you. That's great. Um, look, I like the design. I like that, that vehicle. There was something else I was going to say, but that's okay. I forget what it is. Um, but check it out. I think you're gonna, I think you're definitely uh, going to be impressed with that vehicle. So
1: okay good i hope so i hope it does uh everything it needs to do oh,
0: i do remember the the top mac daddy one 360 miles of claimed range yeah. the next one down 350 miles of range right that's kind of weird and then they have a front wheel drive option which is like 270 yeah um so front wheel drive in a in an ev last one i had was uh was the dave kona remember that (laughs) we would light up those tires so yeah
1: i think you know traction control management's gotten better i know the guys who tuned that drivetrain okay um, and i gave them just as much crap as anyone else being like why would you bring a new ev to the market and make it only front wheel drive this is so stupid Polestar tried that and they realized they were wrong and went rear wheel drive same with volvo and i was like this is not the answer they because it's built on an existing platform there was a cost reason as to why um sure. and and ultimately i think if you're a driving enthusiast you're not going for the front wheel drive version anyway so maybe it doesn't matter not to defend the car yeah but i agree i was just defense. a
0: little surprised to hear front wheel drive you know um but uh all right kyle listen i gotta get back to editing so i get my cybertruck video up tomorrow and uh great day today so really enjoyed it
1: yeah, glad you had fun. Thanks for uh, talking to me about your EV adventure day. Always always good to catch up. And well, I'm glad you got to see the Cybertruck. So I'm uh, about to leave tomorrow. I'm gone for a week. Part of that week travel is to see the Cybertruck in Austin. So I'm very much looking forward to that.
0: Right, right. Well, yeah, I wish I could go with you, but, um, you know, enjoy that. And I'm sure we'll, I'm um, like we always do, we'll be talking a lot. Appreciate you having me on this uh, podcast. It, it was just a measly 50 minutes. No big deal. you know, Yeah, no
1: no problem. It's a podcast. People are meant to listen. It's okay. So yeah. thanks for, for listening for as long as our viewers did, if you've made it to this point. And uh, we'll see you all on another one soon.
0: Bye-bye. All right. Take care, Kyle. Have a good night.